his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Good morning, and I'm going to break several rules here right off the bat. Uh, things that you're not supposed to do in radio. First, I'm supposed to come out and I'm supposed to tell you how great of a show we've got, kind of line up the whole two hours for you so that if you hear something interesting and you can't be here for the whole two hours, I can at least try to entice you to come back. For instance, we're interviewing the head, the former vice president of communications at CBS in the middle of next hour. Don't know how this dude survived at CBS. I don't even know if he's conservative. He certainly seems like he is. He wrote a book called uh, F Off Chloe, and it's about woke culture. So looking forward to that conversation. We also have a scripted piece that's coming up next. So we're going to start doing these scripts. So we prepare them ahead of time, write them up, we perform them either live or we've done their lines throughout the week, and I put them together as such as the case is this one. I'm supposed to do that. Uh, instead, I'm going to tell you that I don't know what we're doing. Yes, those are a couple things that I do know we're doing, and we're doing them. We're going to do those two things well, I promise that. Beyond that, this is an experiment, and I should <laughs> I should be more excited about it than I am. Trying to do some different things. Obviously, there's a lot of talk out there. Conservative talk, I love it. I've loved it long before I was in it. But I want to try to do some different things, and so we're trying that this morning. If it fails, it fails. You will be experiencing it with us this morning. Let me know what you think because it very well could fall flat. We could keep elements of it. We could scrap the whole thing. We could love it. I don't know, but I'm asking, genuinely asking for your feedback because we're going to do things very differently this morning. Trisha and Old Roy are going to be in studio for much of the show, and we're going to do some different bits and segments and things like that. Just want to know what you think. So... I'm not telling you it's going to be good, and I should do that. I should say it's going to be good, but I really don't know. Please stick around and let me know. Now, the biggest story of the week to me has been the Canadian truckers, the latest being that they're starting to just arrest people for peaceful protest in Canada. It is frightening to watch because in the history of, and this is where it gets tricky, in the history of this country, peaceful protests have always been at the top of the list of things that should be allowed. Now, Canada isn't this country, so it is a little bit different. 
And their constitution is different. Thank God for our constitution written by a whole bunch of conspiracy theorists who knew the human heart and they knew that power, no matter what time, era, or how good you are or how bad you are, power is enticing and it's it's something that people always end up wanting to keep. And so they wrote a constitution, wrote into law, that you can't, you can't, and they spread it out as much as possible. We're watching what happens when you don't do that play out in Canada right now. That, to me, is definitely the most important thing of the week, but the weird thing is it just continues to be the most important thing. That's three weeks in a row that we're talking about truckers, we're talking about Justin Trudeau being the absolute most important thing going on in the United States. It's not exactly what I thought it would be, especially for this long. My question for you, Old Roy is in the studio, so is Trisha. That's your cast for this week. We're going to do some great stuff coming up next, but we have a lot to discuss first about everything that's happening within you know, the North America. I guess usually we say America, but this one is outside of that or on the border of that. Is Justin Trudeau, <laughs> who's pulling this guy's strings? That's my question. I I don't know. It's it's very difficult to say. I I think for this week the the response to the truckers is is just getting weirder and weirder in terms of the you know taking closing bank accounts and taking away permits and was that your most important thing yeah, of the week too? Yeah, yeah, we do that a lot. Yeah, it, it's just. <laughs> It, it, it's scary because it's it's the same kind of things they've been toying with here mm-hmm. in the United States. Yeah, you're right. It's almost like it's like Black Mirror. Like mm-hmm. you're looking into, oh, this is what we said was going to happen, but it's not quite happening here, but it's real close. Yeah. And all of these kind of, I hate to say this, America light countries like Australia and Canada Countries that we thought were free but didn't have the same constitutional protections that we have, you're seeing that play out. Yeah. I mean, it is wild to watch all this stuff that so many of us have said, look, here's the slippery slope, here's the bottom of the slope, which thankfully we're not quite to yet. I mean, it could always get worse, right? Right. But we're we're much further down that slippery slope than we thought we'd be at this point, and we're looking into places that we thought would never get there really close to home. I mean, there are isolated pockets even within the United States that have gotten to this point. Mm-hmm. Maybe not of freezing people's assets yet, but I mean, they have canceled, different banks have canceled people, credit cards have canceled yeah. people, just that they didn't like, right. you know? So, yeah, that's very, very frightening. Do you have a different angle on it than me? I mean, that's we were on the same page, no, though. No, I think we're on the same page. It's just, I'm, I'm getting tired of the, of the bad news and the... <clears throat> Being afraid of yeah. the sure. end of democracy, which is the kind of the fun catchphrase now for for everybody, everybody. On, on both sides, yeah. is the end of democracy. But Trisha could put a good spin on it for us. That's your assignment. Before the Roy is done with his point, you have to come up with some sort of good spin on this. On the, the on the truckers on on Canada on all of it. The good thing about Canada is we live in the United States. <laughs> There you go. There we go. There we go. Um, Yeah, I've got nothing. I'm with you on the freedom thing. I can I can bring a positive for my biggest thing of the week if we want to switch gears a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, I think that these schools going mask optional is probably the biggest thing this week in Illinois. Yeah, in Illinois, and there's other parts of the country too. Yeah. 
Um, but Illinois has been one of the worst offenders. And surprisingly, because it's in, you know, we think of these tyrannical things as mostly coastal things, New England and California. But Illinois, stuck right in the middle of the country, mm-hmm. has had this big fight that's gone downstate up and has pushed back through the courts and through just grassroots and won. Yeah. That's there, great news. There's actually that's positive, but the positive spin as we're talking about this on the truckers is that the truckers are doing it mm-hmm. because it's the same thing. I mean, my spin on the trucker thing, not to go back to that, but now that we don't, you know, find the sort of the happy ground on it, is that all of these provinces in Canada are super liberal. Like the most conservative province in Canada, which is probably Alberta or Saskatchewan, as I'm learning. I would not that I knew this beforehand, <laughs> but they're probably not even as conservative as maybe Colorado. You know, that's that's a very much swing liberal state in the United States. So these aren't Alabama states we're talking about in in, in Canada. But the premiers slash governors, as they call them premiers, of all <clears throat> of Saskatchewan and Alberta and Manitoba and now Quebec and Ottawa have all come out against Justin Trudeau. Yeah. I mean, that's why I asked the question to start this thing. What the heck? Who's pulling the guy's strings? Because he doesn't even look like he's doing things that are politically advantageous for himself at this point. So who's above him going, hey, here's what we want you to do. Because you'd you'd think that these guys, they're so slimy. They've always got their their best interests in for themselves. But in this case, it just doesn't look like that. Yeah, I think that's that's part of the good news is that even though they are liberal uh, provinces, nobody likes Trudeau, not even up there. I don't think he's got any friends in Canada. Not at this point. No. Did you see this Elon Musk tweet? I just I was just like perusing. Elon Musk tweeted out a picture of Hitler and it says, Stop comparing me to Justin Trudeau. <laughs> like Elon Musk is taken to the Twitter sphere. That's fine. And now that you mention it, that's actually on my sheet because we're gonna do You Think You Drink later. A new segment, so we haven't tried that one Yay. yet. Um and that Sounds one was scary. on there. You know, yeah. Well, wait till you see what you have to drink. I'm not telling you yet. Great. Because it's not just, you know, you're not taking a shot of whiskey. We're doing something real yeah. weird. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> We're going to want whiskey by the end of it. Yes, yeah, you're going to have whiskey as a chaser. <laughs> Give me some booze. <laughs> but Elon Musk, you know, on my sheet, it was one of those things to talk about. Not that this is the most important thing of the week, but did you see what he donated? Did you guys, you, you, neither one of you seen this? No. Oh, my gosh. So the story goes that he probably two months ago, somebody tweeted out that Elon Musk should put his money where his mouth is and donate money to charity. Because he's one of the richest men in the world. And he tweeted back, this is what's funny about him. He'll he'll get in these arguments with whoever. You know, he just tweets whoever. And he goes, okay, yeah, tell me how me donating will end world hunger and I'll do it. And so I guess that became viral enough. Do you remember this story or not? Vaguely. Okay, I so, remember that. Okay, yeah. so th- there's, a, there's an update to this. So... This all happened, I guess, over the last couple of months. People have been either messaging him on Twitter or privately talking to him and saying, look, if you're really up to that challenge, if you were serious about that, here's how it would happen. I don't know what they've told him, but he has decided now to donate, sell stock and donate $6 billion to world hunger. I don't know how you fix world hunger, no matter how much money you have. 
But if that doesn't solve it, are we just done? I mean, what else can you do to solve world hunger but to throw $6 billion at it at this point? What What does that mean, world hunger? That's what. That's my question. I don't know what it... I don't know how this plays out because to me, just simply injecting $6 billion into the food economy of the world seems like that would just disrupt everything. So I don't know if that means he's donating to specific charities who buy food. That's got to be it, right? Different, I different organizations that reach out and like, because it's global and it's in countries that obviously like our currency isn't the same. So you've got to provide resources to the groups that are helping. I would hope. I would hope. But to me, this is a very cool story. I don't. I bring up the question because I don't know what it looks like. Like, how does this play out? Where does six billion dollars go to end world hunger? But this is how you do it. Governments of the world are going to try forever. But I, I guarantee you that whatever he's doing is going to be way better spent than anything we've tried to spend. We throw billions of dollars around. You know, we we've thrown billions at random countries in Central America. Where does that go? It just goes to the governments who then misuse it and hold on to power. Right. And Trump knew that, and he would use it as a bargaining chip with them. And he actually was trying to end the whole thing early, but then would go, oh, wait a minute, we're already giving it. I can use it as a bargaining chip, and then kind of didn't, and he ha- would halfway use it, even with NATO, you know, not even poor countries, which was awesome and totally necessary. I don't know why we don't always do that to advance good causes throughout the world, but ultimately... I think this is going to be a neat story to watch because we're going to see what exactly does Ace, what does $6 billion do to world hunger? And then B, how much better does private donations to private charities do than governments trying to do it? Real real quick, back to your mask mandate story. Mm-hmm. That probably is the biggest story of this week simply because it, it affects more than just the schools and just the institutions. You know, this is sort of a, a, a mark of where we're at with COVID, too. Right. I also think that I know I, I picked that uh, on a whim just because that's the biggest thing that in my personal life people have been talking about. The, my parent, my not my parents, but my friends that are parents, that is huge. Like, it is huge for families and your next door neighbor and people in our area and people in our world. So it's small, but it's also huge. Like, it also has so many bigger implications. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Uh, Okay, so we're going to take a break here. Stick around, because coming up after this break, we are going to get scripted. You guys probably don't even remember what you read because it was completely blind. I'll explain that right after the break here on Wiggins America. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. hi And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Wiggins America, good weekend to you, and thank you for sticking around with us, Trisha, Old Roy, and myself, Ryan Wiggins, in studio. And this is where we get scripted, blind, where I gave you lines last week that you had to read with absolutely no context for what they were. And do you remember your characters well at all? Somewhat? A little, yeah. What was yours? If you had to take a guess, because you don't know. I was in an argument of some sort. Yes. And that's... And it seemed as if I was losing. Okay. Good. Good. Roy, do you remember yours? I don't remember much, other than that it was probably the most important character. (laughs) 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 You had relatively few lines. (laughs) Yeah. And did them with zero inspiration. Yes. Which is not uncommon for you. Yeah. But... uh, Okay, so let's let's hear how they played out. This is the script. It's called Don Patongus on Wiggins America. Let's get scripted. Blind. Look, as a Republican congressman, I don't like the way this country is headed. And as a Democrat, I think he's a white supremacist. We are aware that there is very little we agree on. But both of us want to come together on something. So through polling, focus groups, and deep data dives, we determine that the most productive thing we can do is to find a common enemy. And we found him. So please welcome, wearing a three-quarter zip and eating a cinnamon pretzel, Don Patongas. Whoa, what? Look, we get the temperature of the country. And we know people are upset. But we also know that we can come together and focus that negative energy on Don Patongas from Dayton. I thought I won a free trip to the Capitol. This wasn't in the information. Listen to his stupid face. This wasn't in the information. Don is a big wrinkly sack of butts. What the heck did I do? It doesn't matter what he did or did not do. He deserves our derision. It feels good to be united again. This seems unfair. Shut up, Don. Throw trash at this man. Ah. Ah. Bravo. Bravo. (laughs) (laughs) Roy's lack of any sort of emotion in that actually worked. Perfect. (laughs) Your lines were... That seems unfair. And I'm like, no, put some emotion to it. And we did it probably five times. And that was the most emotion. That seems unfair. Yeah, I, I'm known for my enthusiasm. and <laughs> Roy, that was the best Don I've ever heard. That was so well acted. No Thank argument. You. No Thank argument you. here. Yeah, that was the best. <laughs> I On hearing that again, I actually liked it better the second time because the first time I put it together, you know, all the effects and everything you got to put on, it just takes time. So... 
upon hearing it. I give it a three out of five. You guys rate it. It's a lot of pressure. Uh, 3.274 out of five. Fair. I think you guys were fantastic in that. I think I need to spend more time getting into character. <laughs> but when you don't know that the the point is that you don't know what the that's what let's get scripted blind means. You can't know. I can just get prepared for every character. That way, when it happens, well, I'm, what's funny is I'll just sit be here. prepared for any character at any time. <laughs> right. Deliver the lines every which way possible. I I will coach Trisha. I will coach as you know. Like you're alone in a studio, but I'm saying, okay, here's the you know, lie. Or you have them, but I'm mm-hmm. saying do it kind of like this. Because if I don't, you have no clue what's going on. So I won't tell you what the script is, but I'll tell you a little bit like get angry here or something like that. With Roy, I said, okay, with those end lines where he just goes, <laughs> I'm like, act like people are going to kill you. Like, really get defensive. Like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be bad. And that's what came out. <laughs> er, <Yeah>. Merp. <laughs> no. So that's the script of the week. We uh, will put that onto our Twitter, at Radio Wiggins, and you can rate it yourself. I'll put up a poll, one through five. Let us know what you think. And you can follow me there, of course, at Radio Wiggins on Twitter. We will be right back with more Wiggins America. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast today's episode is sponsored by nerd wallet's smart money podcast sometimes you need a change of pace that includes your finances get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds nerd wallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation learn about smart investing strategies tax planning pointers and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway maybe somewhere tropical Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Wiggins America, let's just continue the conversation we're having off air about how huge of a celebrity that old Roy is. Huge. Yeah. Because we did a show called Song Stage. We're going to talk actually to uh, Jeremy Murphy in the next hour. He is the former vice president of communications at CBS. Wow. Yeah. Not as big a deal as Roy, but. No, and that's kind of where I was close. going. Right. He, uh, no, he's he's an interesting dude because he is, uh, obviously he's in the entertainment industry, but he wrote a book called F Off, Chloe, mm. and it's all about woke culture. And so being at CBS, my questions are really less about his book and more about how the heck did you survive at CVS if you hate woke culture? So we're going to talk to him in the next hour. But uh, a lot of lead into that. Roy and I, obviously, we, we've come from the entertainment side of things. And we did a television production company for a number of years. And we had a couple shows on. One of those shows was Song Stage. Roy, <laughs> it's a talent competition show. <clears throat> I knew nothing about music, but I hosted the show. And Roy knew everything about music. And so we just made him sit in t- in the music sessions of the show. And as you've heard in that last segment, Roy would kind of just sit there and the cameras would go all around. There's lights and like there's a lot going on. And Roy's just sitting in his chair <laughs> with his shoulders slumped, yeah. like asking when ne- the next meal is. <laughs> and so <laughs> he's... He's not the kind of guy that people go, oh, man, I love that Roy. He's so great. You know, Roy just sort of does the job. And but he is great. He is. I'm not saying he's not. Yes, I am. I'm saying he's not great. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 he's Roy. He's great in a very, like, even kill, yes. kill, average kind of way. <laughs> yeah, he's great in a very average sort of way. Right. Like, if you, 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 you put everybody in a room who was average, Roy would be right there with him is what you're saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like a manila envelope. Exactly. Yeah. It's whatever yeah. you put in it that matters. That's, that's right. Which is a really weird veiled sexual innuendo, I think. <laughs> it didn't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> we went there because look at Roy. You can't not think about that when you look at Roy. Mm. <laughs> I don't have to. I'd <laughs> rather not. <laughs> Trisha's, the look on your face said way more than what no. your mouth said. Also, that is starting to sound a little bit dirty, so let's I, move honestly, along. Honestly, let's um, back to Roy. Back to Roy and Song Stage. So we were talking off air about the fact that, you know, we're doing this show and we get feedback. And, you know, of course, like we said, go to Twitter. We have the poll on the scripted piece that we just had. Let us know what you think of it. And then we're going to be rating them, of course, as we go along. So next week's we'll rate against this week's and so on. So we want to know what you think. Um, but when people give me feedback on Twitter, Roy was like, Oh man, I remember when I had a fan, which is a fact. Of all that, we did two seasons of Song Stage. It was in 46 million homes. There was one person ever <laughs> that said, you know what? I really like that Roy guy. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> we, we have never ever forgotten it. Is that it? That's it. That's it. That's, One guy. That's the whole story. Well, um, congratulations, Roy. Thank that you. is, I mean, that is an accomplishment. It is. And I feel. When was this show on? Twenty sixteen through eighteen. Yeah. And, right. Yeah, the internet was pretty well established then. Yeah, it was. I'm thinking in, in the times of internets, Roy could become a meme. We could get him some more, a bigger fan base. Yeah. No, but no, this, no, the internet was. This wasn't as if people this were having the, to write in letters. This was the best I could do with everything that's available. Literally all tools. Yeah. yeah. We were very connected. We had our social media out there. We were in multiple markets. We even traveled a bit. We did a couple of shows. We, we did, did a couple of live shows with the artists from the show. Mm-hmm. And Roy had one person ever approach him and say, he didn't even approach me. He went through. Oh, that's right. Through you. (laughs) That's right. You've never met the guy. He wasn't brave enough to tell me in my face that he was my fan. You had a super fan. Yeah. Yeah, he was shy. One one very shy super fan. He didn't even like me enough to stalk me. (laughs) (laughs) You ready for today in time travel? I am. Well, I got a bunch of years. I I couldn't find any one thing to really focus on, so there's sort of a theme here that we can uh, delve into any number of these topics. Okay. Well, then start with the furthest back and work your way to recent. Can you do that? I can. And that'll take us to birthdays. Okay. Which is a fun segment. (laughs) You always do birthdays. I love birthdays. I know. It's like the Today Show. (laughs) 1473. Wow. Isaac Newton. Copernicus. You were close. Yeah. Um, Copernicus. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You bet. Um, and nothing more about that, right? No, he's just a guy. He thought the planets went around the sun. No big deal. Okay. Um, next, to, uh, next to that would be Johann Birkenstock. Was he the shoemaker? Like the shoes? He was a composer and inventor of the sandal. Wow. That particular sandal, named for him. Didn't I'm know a that. fan of those shoes. Birkenstocks, they hold up well. They're not the, I mean, maybe not the most stylish, but I love they've, my Birks. They've made a comeback. Yeah, my, they really have. My 20-year-old daughter loves them. My mm. wife loves them, and I hate buying them because they're so expensive. But they're, they hold up, and they're I, they, very comfortable. They, they absolutely do, and she, that's the case she makes. She says, no, but the, these will last me four or five years, yep. and she's right. So, okay. So that was big. That was, big. That was even bigger than Copernicus. These stories, I didn't who expect knew? that. Who knew? Stories, Shoes. I don't, I don't know if you realize this, but you, you've completely missed the point of this segment <laughs> by doing... Because we're supposed to talk about news stories. Where were they then? Where were they now? We're and you're like, there. well, 1494. No, we're getting there. I like this. It's like a birthday quiz. This, you give this us This a... all builds to an important thing. Okay. <laughs> the, the the theme for February 19th, there's, there, especially in birthdays, composers like crazy. They were all wanted to be born on February 19th, apparently. And there's a technology issue with with this date in history. Um, Sticking with the composers, uh, Smokey Robinson, born on this day in 1940. Was he a temptation? 
Oh, for gosh sakes. I don't know. I know the name. Tears of a Clown. Yeah, okay. I know that song. Smokey Robinson and the Miracles. He, he, he was his, a miracle. He was Can you guys sing thing. it? I don't know the song. Uh, I don't know no. it that well either. I don't want to lose my fan. It starts with it starts with something that sounds very circusy. That's all I remember, and that's why I yes. thought that song was cool because yeah. I like circus music. I think you can Google it. I was just going to see if I could get you guys to sing. I can look it up. I've got the internet. Tears of a clown. Dun, 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 dun. There you go. That's it. Oh hey, yeah. yeah. You know that song? Nope. This one you can sing. Uh, Falco was born in 1957. You guys are too young for any of this. I don't yep. know that at all. No idea what you're talking about. Oh, for Is that a person? Yeah, Falco. He, he was a, Falco. He was a, that was the thing that the kid flew in uh, Never Ending Story. No. No. He was, uh, he did it. He had a song <laughs> in the 80s. No. Uh, it it was a right. classical, what was, I'm, I'm blanking on the name of it. Uh, Good research, though. <laughs> This is about how prepared I am. Let's, let's, uh, let's skip that one. <laughs> yeah, let's. <laughs> do you have any actual news stories? I do. We're getting the whole there. point of the segment. If you if you missed it, is that we bring up news stories from this date in let's say 2018 <laughs> or right. 2011 or whatever, and update on them. <laughs> so, but apparently you had this huge theme in mind. Yes, and I'm getting there. it's all music. So no, there's there's other okay. things. We started so, in 1447. We're just wa- working our way back up. <laughs> we need to kill some time, so that's what I'm doing. He's not wrong. Um, <clears throat> okay, so let's look at uh, 1847. You you went backward in time now, though. You didn't do you didn't do the thing that I asked you to do in the beginning. Okay, 1847. What was in 1847? The rescuers in the uh, Sierras discovered what was left of the Donner Party. On February 19th. Don't tell me you don't know who the Donner Party is. I know who the Donner Party is. Do I you, do. Trisha? Yep. I just got to no, look it up look it again. Up. You don't know. No, I do. I do know this story. The I just cannibals. can't remember. Yeah. They ate people. What's the, what's the full... All I know is that they ate people. Is there any more to that? No. Nope. Were they pioneers? They got trapped yes. somewhere? Yeah, they were, they were moving west in a wagon train, whether <laughs> they got stuck in bad weather and... And then decided to eat each other. They so they ate their own family members. Correct, and friends. <laughs> oh, the majority of them were children. I've got a list here. Of Where things. they they didn't kill people though. They ate people who had already died. As, as if that's better. As far as we know. Okay. I think people were freezing to death, and then they didn't all they engage became, in cannibalism. They became dinner. So just some, just of some of them. So those who didn't were rescued on this day in history. What happened at the rescue? Did they go, oh, crap, you guys just ate your kids? I mean, did they know right away? I wasn't there. I, I, you were just doing the story. I'm just doing the headlines. Oh, gosh. Okay, do you have anything more recent than 1957? <laughs> this was 18... 18- Forty-six. This is impressive that we have all this information. To be honest, well, no. There's there's one more important thing in the 19th century. I cannot find your theme here. I guarantee that. <laughs> okay. In 1876, Alexander Graham Bell patented the telephone. Okay, that's a big deal on this day. It's huge. 1878, Edison patented the phonograph. Same day in history. Same day, two years apart. 
Wow. Okay. What are the odds? Where are you going with this? You'll see. Now, this is where it gets interesting. In uh, 1942, uh, President Roosevelt signed the executive order 9066, which was for the Japanese internment camps. That's significant. 1945, two years later, U.S. Marines landed at Iwo Jima, which is the big famous picture. Everybody knows the guy's putting the flag up. Yeah. You see the connection yet? No. Okay. Well, here is where it all comes full circle. On this day in 1968, the first Mr. Rogers aired on television. How is that connected to anything? (laughs) I mean, did you really think... Uh, did you come in doing a bit, or are you actually connecting these things? It's it's a stretch, I, admittedly. Boy, but please, it it's it's about culture. There's nothing interesting that happened in February nineteenth ever anywhere in history. <laughs> I'm so glad we just did ten minutes on it. So so. We've got multiple issues here. We've got the technology element. We've got entertainment, which we've already talked about. Oh, I didn't mention uh, today is also Prince Andrew's birthday. So that's topical because he just settled. He's pretty icky. He settled his suit. He did with, uh, who was that, Virginia Gofrey? Yeah. Yeah. let me just say one more time. The the point of this segment <clears throat> is that you look over the last, let's say, 20 years, just to be generous, at what was happening in the news headlines at this time, let's say last year or the year before, and then we update on the news of those things. Not the birthdays of Johann von Beethoven. Well... I, I I think it's a fine line that we're drawing here. <laughs> to me, it's important that Johann von Beethoven, by the way, is not a real person. <laughs> You're confusing you just him make that up? With His Johann. name is Ludwig. Yeah, it You're is, is confusing it? him with Johann Birkenstock. Clearly. No, see, for for me, this was a difficult assignment because literally I scoured everything. I went back... As far as I could go on the, what's the Wayback Machine? Yeah, the Wayback Machine. You look at news headlines. Nothing interesting. There was, what was happening at this time last year? Nothing? Last year? Yeah. That's that's all it is. That's all this segment's supposed to be. <laughs> I, we don't is to say, do. hey, look at this. Can you believe it? Trump was still in office. At this time, actually, Biden had just taken office. Right. And so we were a month into the Biden presidency. But what was happening in 2019? Things like that. Nobody cares. <laughs> I love that you guys are hashing this out we're, on air. We're tired of talking about I anything that happened in the last five years is nothing has changed. Trump so and Russia. Trump, Trump and, and Russia. Russia. Trump yeah. and Russia. Yeah, that's true. So there Russia. there wasn't anything significant or interesting. I thought <laughs> some of these other things were interesting. I think I'd I'd be curious to find out what you guys think about Mr. Rogers debuting on this date in 1968, because I grew up with that. <laughs> I don't know if it was a thing for you guys. <laughs> who's going to be opposed to it? Who's going who's gonna to go, ah, I know, not a fan. Everybody likes Mr. It's like it's like saying, who in here is, is for racism? 
Well, but you have children, and what do your children watch? They don't watch Mr. Rogers. No, they don't. So there's there's a whole different uh, world in entertainment today, both for children and adults. The the quality of the writing, the the creativeness of the material, originality, the rehashing old Disney movies. So there's there's a bigger issue here about there's nothing in the news <coughs> worth talking about and there's nothing in entertainment worth talking about it's we're just kind of at a in my opinion at a standstill creatively and in in a lot of other ways and so that was kind of my point that is so ridiculously deep and bleak that yes. i can't believe that's what you got i will say this i gave the sketch the uh, scripted piece a three I will give you a one. <laughs> for this segment? For that segment. You did a ton of preparation. I think I deserve at least a two because I worked really hard to find something interesting. On an otherwise uninteresting day in yes. history. Yes. Well, I will say this. The children's programming that I'm watching my kids watch now compared to Sesame Street or Mr. Rogers or any of the stuff that we grew up with. Did you grow up with that stuff? Mm-hmm. You did too? You watched Mr. Rogers? I did watch Mr. Rogers. I watched Barney. I watched Sesame Street. And then I was fortunate to have the Nickelodeon generation where I got the Rugrats and the Hey Arnolds and the Doug and the... I I caught that that too, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I probably missed some of the later stuff because we're a few years apart. But the, the programming now is so much faster than it was then. Our world is faster. Everything's faster. Our minds are faster. Kids are on phones. Yeah, mm. yeah, that, that's true. I mean, my kids are not on phones. They're seven. But uh, I, and I don't know what the age is at which they will get a phone either because I haven't broached that yet, don't want to. I know it's not right are now. Are they on tablets? They will watch stuff on tablets. But we try to make them watch stuff together because otherwise it's, oh, I want to watch this, I want to watch this. They all go to their separate corners. We never see them again for the rest of the night. And we don't let them watch a ton of TV anyway, but when we do, we try to make it some sort of family experience or at least with the three of my kids watching together because they're not too far apart in age. Two of them are twins, but it's so fast. They're watching like Dragon Dragon Rescue Riders and stuff. Mm -hmm. You can count, and I used to do this actually when I was a little bit younger watching MTV. MTV would cut, 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 cut fast. They'd only stay on one shot for a total of maybe four seconds. Back when you're watching Mr. Rogers, you could watch him in that same cut for maybe four or five minutes. It just feels slower. And I would say for kids, that's a good thing. Because making them like that hyper, hyper thing, I just don't I don't see that being a positive for kids to constantly wind them up with this like really in your face entertainment stuff. But you can't really find slow entertainment anymore. Other than like little baby stuff. Well, and it was, we had three networks and PBS. Yeah, that was it. And you guys are talking about Nickelodeon and and all of these other. And PBS's primetime was the middle of the day. Yeah. As we've learned, because we were doing many PBS shows. We're out of time for this hour. Go ahead. Oh, one more thing. This day in history was um, the Texas storm where all the power was out. Thank you. Was that just last year? It says 2000. I looked up 2021. Texas officials brace for more fatalities as deadly cold kills 10 people, leaving millions without power. Wow. We've kind of talked about that this year, too, because they got hit with a storm not as bad. Apparently, they learned their lesson. Wiggins America, we'll be back right after this. 
Get more at 971talk.com. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 